Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Sine. Hello. Would you believe that this whole podcast and our entire relationship has been a hidden camera TV show? I'd be so upset. What would you do? I'd be so mad. This is like my worst nightmare because you know that in this situation I would do something that I never normally do <laughs> just because I'm a weirdo and then I do something and then turns out the whole of the world hates me because it was filmed. I think I've said this on the podcast before but every now and then when you're out in public and you see something happen, you do wonder if you're going to be caught on a current affair being like this passerby didn't want to help the poor lady fell over or something like that and it's all prank i think about that when there's like money on the ground because you know how there's those things where they like glue coins to the ground and then they're like look Mm. at these idiots trying to get the coin (laughs) so now i look at it and i'm like you're not going to tempt me five cents i'm not going to (laughs) debase myself over you (laughs) hello there everybody welcome to court that's what the judge says, right? The beginning of every court case. Hello, everyone. I think he, yes, I think he says hello. Welcome to... Welcome to court. <laughs> My name is Lonnie. Her name is Sine. We are doing a podcast called I Only Like You and Movies. And occasionally we look at some TV shows this time of year. Um, how are you doing, Sine? You right? Oh, yeah. I was just waiting for this peeled hand yeah. to pop in. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Um, I was just kind of thinking about this this um, series I've watched. Um, it's called Jury Duty, and it's called a sitcom. And I, like it is, I guess, in some ways, but it's also kind of half reality TV, um, half like social experiment. It's um, it's also something. It's there have been some precedents for having sort of reality TV shows where everyone's you're not except for one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose this one is, is it is, does have the template of a sitcom around it. Um, it came out a few months ago. We watched it sort of when it came out or, or thereabouts. But I think it's good to have some time for it to have settled. Um, hopefully, if you're watching it um, now, you can go in relatively um, unspoiled. Because uh, we, we enjoyed that experience of it all playing out in front of us, didn't we, Sine? We did. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit more about it, Sine? Sure. So... It's basically a mockumentary of a trial in the US um, following the jurors on this trial. And the thing is, everyone in the series is an actor except for one real person who is Ronald Gladden, plays himself, and he's jury number six. And essentially, the show is about testing the limits of, I'm going to sound like an absolute idiot here, testing the limits of human compassion and (laughs) instincts and throwing weird things at him to see if he's going to pick that it's not real. And the best thing that they do 
is they have a real, like, Hollywood actor by the name of James Marsden. Long-time listeners of the show will know he's my OG. Love him so much. Little Jim. Loved him since the beginning. He is phenomenal. That was, like, the the concept itself is interesting enough, but James Marsden is the real um, Mm. VIP and the, the draw card, isn't he? a lot of people us included yeah um it's funny saying how this uh, tests the the limits of human compassion i think it does that but also tests i think putting a quote-unquote regular person inside of a a weird sitcom world Mm -hmm. to see how they react yeah and just just so happens they pick the world's nicest man who has the most compassion and is just the most charming gentle guy you'd ever find yeah this could have gone really badly and by, by putting a regular person inside a sitcom world you, you think that they could be put into a situation where they do blow up or something goes wrong but every time he's tested he passes the flying colors mm. i've been thinking about that about like what would they do if they had someone awful be there? like would they still air it or would they start again you know like mm. they got really lucky getting him in and I think my favorite episode is actually the last one where they show him behind the scenes and explain, oh, because you did this, we had to hurry and do this thing because we weren't ready for this. Yeah. And this person slipped up with the name at this point and we were lucky that you didn't catch on to it. Like it was just, it was so well produced. Um, and what a, what a concept. Like I've heard a lot of people talking about the moment like, you know, we're living in an era of sequels upon sequels and reboots and whatever. But two of the most popular shows of the last, you know, five years has been Jury Duty, The Rehearsal, you know, Succession and Barry, who are all new, fresh ideas, you know? Absolutely, original. Mm. And, yeah, the, the next version of this won't be as good because it's just no. a... a poor attempt i imagine what do you do in the next version though you can't do a jury trial again well exactly there can't be another version of this and so trying to recapture mm. the magic is, is impossible that's what happens with the the sequels and, and whatnot that we get could you do like a medical one like at a hospital yeah you could you could take it onto a, a different you could, you could take the the concept the basic structure and, mm. and sort of throw it onto something else but and I think he said what would have happened if some, someone bad or someone who was awful had been the, the hero and the subject of the, the mm. experiment. I think um, it would have been understandable to a certain degree. Hopefully they wouldn't have been totally awful, but they were pushing his, pushing his limits. Yeah, they um, were. And it would have been understandable if he'd, if he'd gone. And I think there was, they didn't film it, but there was that time where he got really mad with James Marston. Would have yes. the cake. Yes. Which didn't end up in the actual show. Um, but I guess that leads us into the ethical dilemma of all this mm-hmm. today. Do, do you think it was ethical? If I say no, then that makes me a bad person for watching and enjoying it. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's obviously the Truman Show element. Mm-hmm. It depends on the contract he signed. I want to see the contract because they would have had to put in the contract something like this legally, but without saying this. And if he signed on to be, we should say they advertised for this person on Craigslist. 
to be yeah. a part of a jury to show the inner workings of like the law <laughs> and he applied like what a random way like sorry is it 2004 is that how we're finding things now um i don't well, know I mean, do you think it's so much there's so much content out there i think it's understandable that someone could think that was real um i mean they definitely softened the blow by giving him prize money that's very true at the end so mm -hmm. I, I i have to imagine if a condition of getting that money would have been to not be too upset about everything else and complain and we'll launch counter legal action or something and also he's portrayed as a wonderful bloke and I, i'm sure he is but mm. it's not like there's any sort of defamatory content or anything it's if anything you love him as the show ends the the ethics of it is a bit weird because i don't think you would probably get this past like a a university research ethics committee yeah but it's okay because it's a tv show that doesn't seem right does it um but i suppose it is for entertainment and they at least they they've said that there were like psychological uh support in place and they didn't yes. pick someone they thought who was would have not coped with it yeah they had a few and they tested them right and he seemed the most structurally sound and also he was given a psychologist throughout the whole process to talk to who was a real psychologist yeah and at the end there was support afterwards they didn't just leave yes well it sounds like james marston was the support from, from what we've seen in the media yeah we had to ring up a few times and say so is it all over are we are we still being filmed yeah which is funny like apparently that was his first question to the therapist after he stopped is like are you a real therapist <laughs> well absolutely once you start questioning reality in some way how do you mm. how do you stop questioning it Mm. we should say um, i don't think i mentioned at the top so james martin is in this but he's playing a really heightened version of himself a really yeah. cocky arrogant actor who gets a script from quentin tarantino and is off like showboating around and everything and it is just so funny to see how ronald reacts the line you may have seen passing around about sonic um yeah <laughs> where ronald just says offhandedly oh, i thought that one wasn't very good is the most hilarious <laughs> cutting biting commentary <laughs> absolutely and also the they, they when they set up james marsden with the line about have you ever served in a jury he said yes at khan yes that was hilarious <laughs> there are some really great one-liners in this yeah and not to mention that they go into it in the final episode they sort of mm -hmm. have a peek behind the curtain in that first instance where uh, one of the other jurors asks uh ronald's like how to get out of being in a jury and he says oh you know it's not very good but you could do the, the family guy thing about saying you're racist and that was like a plot line that they'd thought of but thought maybe it would yes. have worked yeah but then ronald just sort of offered it brought it up for them mm. yeah i mean it's the, it's the biggest yes and improv exercise isn't it like it's you've yeah. got these beats to hit so you know okay today we're going to be doing go in the room for deliberations then we're going to go to this place for lunch just make sure he does this and this. But yeah. everything else, you've got to roll with it. Everything Absolutely. else. And the, the fact is, like, there are so many actors in this show and for none of them to let slip or make a weird choice that confused him, that wasn't, you know, part yeah. of the idea of what they were doing, is incredible, like an incredible achievement that, that all these actors were able to do that. What I'll say about that is that they have edited this down to episodes so they've, they've probably cut out things that sure. that could have maybe didn't work as well. 
Um, but you're right. The the fact that they were doing this for like weeks at a time is pretty amazing. Um, the other thing is that from what I've read in, in the interviews is that whenever they thought maybe things were getting a bit too out of hand and he was maybe cottoning on to like, this is just like the weirdest experience I've ever mm-hmm. had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. They went back into court and had him like just sit there for an afternoon with the most boring testimony. Yes. So, yeah. So I guess they had that up their sleeve at any point. Um, and there was the day where they they took the rest of the, the cast out to to block out what would happen at the factory and had him just in his room with the COVID scare. Yeah. So I guess they had that as well in case they needed time to mm-hmm. look into things. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had James Marsden staying at a different place. Remember. So he wasn't yes. on all the time, which is interesting as well. He sort of came for the day and then left. Um, yeah, that's right. He was a bit of the star of the show. Mm. And it was, in, it was a really interesting move. And obviously, as you're saying, they've had to um, to sort of roll the punches to a, to a certain degree. But making James Marsden ingratiate himself with Ronald at the beginning. Yeah. But then they make, and obviously you're going to like the guy who's the famous movie star and sort of he's being nice to you. That's That's quite mm-hmm. a... Um, you feel special, but they're making him such a dick, and then the rest of the jury doesn't like him. So Ronald's caught between, mm-hmm. like he's sort of the first friend he made, and then also the rest of the crew. <laughs> it's quite funny. The um, I was just remembering the jump scare where he's reading the script. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he jolts out of his seat and goes, "Oh, sorry, jump scare." Um, yeah, and like that—that's funny in a sitcom. But it's even funny to see people react to it. In real life, yeah. In real life. But then, like, you have to wonder, like, to a certain degree, like, is that too far? But also, actors are pretty out there. And the idea is that James Marsden is always mugging for the camera mm-hmm. or for the rest of everyone else because he's, you know, a conceited actor who wants everyone to love him, so he's doing things like that all the time. Yeah. So it does work. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It sort of reminds me of our discussion of the menu Great film, by the way. Everyone should see it. Don't know why people are saying it's not good. It's incredible. Um, I think we spoke about there, I don't know if it was on pod or off pod, but about the willingness of people to go along with things and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's really hard to like stand up and be like, hey, hang on, something's weird here. We should stop. Like if everyone else around you is acting normally, you're more inclined to act normally and go, oh, okay, this must be regular then yeah you don't want to rock the boat yeah i think this is a great example of that like even if those things maybe flagged to him like something's going on here the fact that everyone else around him was acting in a similar way to him well as well the fact that he's in a in a jury where Mm. you are sort of doing your bit for society yeah and you've got a judge there and you're going to do what the judge says because he's the authoritative person and even the, the bailiff who comes into the room and says, all right, we're going this way now. Yeah. Of course you go along with it. It would be a very brave person to say to the judge, hey, I think this is all wrong and made up and I think I'm an actor. These mm-hmm. guys are actors and I'm being played. Like, You would never do even that. If you think, yeah. <laughs> even if you think something weird's going on, you'd be like, okay, maybe I've just found myself with weirdos who are all here from Craigslist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing that's interesting too is like, the the nature of a jury is a great setting because you have people from all walks of life and these crazy mm-hmm. characters, you know. So it it's possible that there was, you know, a romance between two jurors and that this person wanted to do this and whatever. For me... I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. yeah, I think the best performance in the show is David Brown's 
He plays Todd. And Todd is probably neurodivergent and he's an inventor. And they just make him annoy Ronald so much. They try and push every single button. He invents these like crutches so he can sit, but they're like attached to his pants. He can't get in the car properly. Like just the weirdest stuff. And Ronald at every point welcomes him, accepts him. Mm-hmm. What movie did he show him? A Bug's Life. He showed him A Bug's Life, one of my favorite movies that I quote all the time, pretend it's a seed, okay? And they watched that film. So David would have been in character watching A Bug's Life, but Ronald wanted to show it to him to show how Flick was, you know, misunderstood and that he... Yeah, he... not everyone gets the people who are a bit different. Yeah. Can you imagine having someone so kind and accepting? You know, like they just make Todd the weirdest guy and Ronald's just like, stick with me. I'm going to be your buddy. It's all good. Yeah. I don't want to just say I'm, I'm exactly like the, the main guy who you'd be saying is the kindest guy ever, but I've seen myself in that situation where I want to defend the person or advocate for them and sort of defend them from the people who think they're weird just because, mm. you know, he's trying his best, Todd. And yeah. I think I, I, I relate to that because I've had friends like that at school and stuff who are, you know, I, I, I drift towards the, the weirdos and loners rather than the, the cool popular people. That's interesting. And, so is that why when no one likes a show, you feel like you need to stick up for it? Potentially. You know, I've called you contrarian in the past, but it's more well, just sticking yeah. up for the little guy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, he mentioned, so that's a, that's an interesting like character you could you mm. often see in a sitcom. The other storylines that happen as well are sitcom-like, but also like, but sitcoms are drawn from real life, so it's not mm. like it's out of the realms of possibility. So there's Noah, who is his girlfriend's going on a trip while he's yes. being sequestered <laughs> with the jury, <laughs> and he doesn't seem to realize that she's obviously um, in a new relationship, mm. and he tries to tell them all, no, it's all good, it's all good, and what's the name that they had? I've forgotten the name, but... I can't they remember to, now. Yeah, they could, they couldn't work out if it was if he was away with a a woman or a man. Um, not to mention, there's the the high school gym teacher who's going through a divorce. Yeah, but keep I talking loved about him. His wife all yeah, the time. he was great. He was really really great. <laughs> and what about the the older woman Barbara who kept falling asleep <laughs> and she's sitting next to Ronald and he has to keep waking her up. And then the judge says to him, "You know, you're the four person. You need to." being on top of this and he's like oh my god okay i guess i need to be on top of this yeah i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's just like, I don't know, with Todd, they said that they put him and Ronald in adjoining rooms so yeah. that Todd could annoy him as much as possible. Yeah, and but he didn't. To, he didn't. Like, it didn't. Some things in that way, like, didn't happen in the way that they wanted it to. Like, they they set up some things, but sometimes he didn't take the bait, so they had to redirect. Yeah, but that made the show even better. Yeah, it's, I don't know, a special skill to direct things like this because how do you even know? <laughs> you yeah. don't have time. You just have to make a decision and go with your instinct. And I think mm-hmm. it's a really incredible feat from Jake Szymanski to be able to do this. It reminded me... Do you remember watching, we're both millennials, do you remember watching Ashton Kutcher's Punked back in the day? Look, I remember it being around more than watching it. Mm. So the idea was that he had celebrity friends and he Mm. would get a team of actors or something in to do something completely random to them and they thought it was real and they get really upset and at the end he'd say, you've been punked. Um, And that was things like, I don't know, the city coming to repossess all of their three Cadillacs or something because they'd done something really stupid when they were 13 or, you know, like it was just the most outlandish things mm-hmm. happening. And I guess that's a similar sort of concept. And interestingly, we didn't really have the discussion of ethics around that time. I think because it was celebrities and we thought, well, if they're celebrities, they're free game, you know, like. Yeah, I don't- which, to a certain degree, that's fine. It's all resolved within like, yeah. the time period. I think that's the difference here is he's a, a civilian and the length of time it was taken. But it's mm-hmm. a good point because celebrities are people as well. Like, I remember, I think it was Zach Braff got quite upset with his punked thing. Yes. Because I think the idea was that some kids had, had like, done some damage to his car or something. Mm-hmm. And he got upset. And I think he might have, like, pushed one of them or something, which obviously that's not good. But at the same time, you put him in that situation and you, where he's going to get upset and then you criticise him when he gets upset. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I remember. But, you know, obviously Ronald is the nicest guy ever. He wouldn't get upset about anything, so. Yeah. I just... And now he's, like, taking pictures with Jennifer Lawrence and, like, talking to James yeah, Marsden every second day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, what an experience. And he's like, I'm just trying to go along for the ride. Like, this is just exciting. Um. Mm. Lonnie, you're in the show, by the way. I am. How how was your time as Duran? <laughs> there's a there's an actor who plays a character called Lonnie, spelt the same way, which is unusual to find. Yeah, it is. And there's also um, Lisa Gilroy was one of the defend one of the witnesses, mm-hmm. one of the the Instagram person who gets interviewed. So there you go. So they've taken your not, name. Not very often that would happen. Used it. Um, for- I believe the name was Cody, by the way, with between. Yes, yes. Couldn't work out whether it was a man or a woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there were just really great little like side storylines going on there. Absolutely. No, it, um, yeah. It's a great experience. I, I think it is what some people are thriving for in, in the, uh, interested in in this era of um, so many different content opportunities out there. Something different, something that is a real unique experience and something that has a lot of heart to it. I think mm-hmm. that's why it's responding. So people are responding so well to it. Yeah. And there was definitely a communal experience. Like 
not so much episode to episode like succession because it wasn't you know weekly airing or whatever but there was a, a discussion that sort of brought people together online at least about this show and thinking ethically and you know even sharing um the joy of those really funny moments with todd or you know something mm. insane that just happened like it, it's it's a really great show it is and what what annoys me mm-hmm. is that i read online it's on the reddit and on other places online people were thinking that ronald was in on it and that the real mockumentary is the fact that yes that they're pretending it was a mockumentary and i just think that that just shows a, a lack of understanding and yeah. poor media literacy skills <laughs> because well, for, to begin with, they explain how it worked. Yes. And I don't, it's not like a, like maybe Nathan Fielder might do that, but I don't think this show is doing that. I think no. it's very much, they revealed it in their hearts on the sleeve once they reveal it because they're really excited to show you how they did it. Mm. As we've said, people have been saying like, oh, Ronald Gladden wouldn't go along with it. Why would anyone go along with it? But That's the point. <laughs> he has gone along with it. He thought he was there for a documentary and he's put in a room with a bunch of random people and a few of them are weird. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, James Marsden is there playing an exaggerated version of himself to us, but also we're probably seeing the highlights over two weeks or mm-hmm. whatever it was mm-hmm. when there was maybe just a few moments where he was like that across those t- across that time. And as we said, the the appeal to authority happens a lot when we want to we please the judge because mm-hmm. he's in a position over you. So, I don't know. And I think if that had been the joke, they would have told us by now. But also that was not what's happening here. It's a classic conspiracy theorist thing where it's like they've told us, okay, here's the truth. And you're like, hmm, but I'm a little bit smarter than you guys so that I've picked up this secret third way of how you're deceiving me. And I was like, but sometimes yeah. it's not though. Sometimes things just are what people are saying. Yeah, and, and look, maybe people haven't been around like a media world and that's okay, but... Like actors are, are capable enough to go along with this. Yes. And as we said, they've they maybe had plans, but the plan wasn't make Ronald say this exact line. It was just mm. hopefully he says something like this, and we've got maybe a couple ways it can go. And we've trust we trust you, and we've had enough improv together that we know where to take it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm disappointed that people can watch this this series, and their takeaway is, "Oh no, it was all made up." Like, oh, that's really disappointing that you would think yeah. that. And it kind of goes against the, the whole point of the show. If it does, you think right? That yeah. The social experiment was actually not true. Also, it's a very, I think, perhaps self-involved, un- unintentionally self-involved way of viewing media in putting yourself in as the punked person. You know what I mean? Like, no, this happened to Ronald. Like, you're not involved in this. They're not trying to scam all the people watching. <laughs> like, that's not, Yeah. It is a bit no. disappointing. Yeah, it, it is. I don't know. I don't really see how you could do it. The only thing is, like, maybe it was a bit too cute and maybe they, yeah, like, the fact that the sitcom elements worked. But as we said also, I'm sure they've edited out all the bits that didn't work, so we are seeing the best version of it. Mm. Okay, if you watched, you know, all footage from all 17 days of the shoot, there would be stuff there that, that wouldn't be interesting, but we get yeah. all the highlights here. Um, I just want to mention I really liked the the Margaritaville episode. Yes, that was a great episode. Um, it was funny the way it was set up 
anyway. They switched mm. drinks and James Marsden would pay for everything, whatever. But it was even funnier when you watched the, yes. the last episode. They go to behind the scenes where they couldn't drink until Ronald was drinking. Yes. <laughs> and so they're all trying to make him um, drink because they wanted to drink. In, indirectly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that um, thing about the they have a slogan on the shirts or something. Yes, absolutely. That they make out as like a white nationalist slur, even though it's like a made-up word. It's a really fun episode, that one. And then we, something went wrong in that episode, didn't it? Something happened with the drinks or something. I can't remember now, in the final episode, and they're like, well, this happened, so I guess we're doing this. Wasn't it Todd Meadows maybe drinking actual alcohol or someone, they actually got really drunk? Uh, there, was mi- there was a mix-up with some of the drinks, Yeah, I believe, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we recommend this very highly. Um, how hey, many? Stop that wrap up. Stop that wrap up. Ding, ding, ding. I'm introducing a new section of the podcast called. I'm glad you're doing this on air without any prior. You have had notice. You have had notice. Called Twitter Corner. Okay. Where I go through some fun tweets on Twitter that I've seen and sent to Lonnie and we've discussed um, just to see what other smart people think out there. I have mentioned this to you before. And I definitely remember. Oh, my God. We literally spoke about it. And you're like, yeah, great idea. I was like, oh, cool, thanks. And now it's like you have no memory. All right, Mark Harris said, I just tore through jury duty. I was made acutely uncomfortable by it and pretty much loved it. And they should never do it again because they got beyond lucky with their central piece of casting. Like Kelly Clarkson on American Idol season one lucky, maybe luckier. <laughs> totally true. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they shouldn't do it again. Yeah, it's got to be. As we said, the next time they do it, it'll be worse. And it won't be people who have the same sort of care and attention to the the subject so mm-hmm, for sure but we had a good time we watched we can watch it again if you want to so again kate 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 jury duty shows created uh, jury duty show creators desperately trying to break ronald only to find out he's the last good human in the world <laughs> it did feel a bit like that <laughs> um yeah. paul bizarro or what we said one of the funniest jury duty bits to me was the one guy playing todd watched the entirety of a bug's life with ronald in character and off screen <laughs> And he just had to sell it. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was amazing. Like that happened off screen because like these characters have a life outside of what we see, so that's cool. Yeah, and they throw a birthday party for the divorced dad, the dad, the teacher yeah. who's going through a divorce. And there's a great quote um, that Todd says, which is, "Of all the human organs that have suboptimal design, today has taught me that the heart is the most flawed of all." <laughs> Uh, it's just, it was just a really fun, great show that I think you're right, can never happen again because it was perfect and maybe we shouldn't mess with perfection, you know, like maybe we should just stop and have one perfect thing. Yeah, <sighs> kind of like, you know, I'm not sure where we'd put um, Nathan Fielder on the chaotic, probably chaotic evil, let's face it, especially that last yeah. bit of rehearsal, but this is definitely chaotic good. It's on the same sort of spectrum of of that bending reality, social experiment, mockumentary that Nathan Fielder works in, but it's, it's much more palatable, um, at least at the end. You do kind of think maybe it's a little bit going a bit, but that's, I guess that's the mm. chaotic nature of this sort of style of show. But mm. yeah, where, where Nathan Fielder is a bit weirder and more challenging, this is quite nice and yeah you feel good after watching this 
don't feel so good after watching the rehearsal, even though it, it takes you to yeah. deeper and darker places. That's true, yeah. There's also that quote about um, James Marston being an honorary Chris, which I think is just hilarious. He, he doesn't Chris energy. Well, no, I think he's got his own energy, which is better, and he was there before them. So. Wow. Wow. Look who's the OG James Marston fan. I thought it was me all along. Turns out it was you. Yeah. The Chris need to back off from James Marston. But you're like Chris Pine's biggest stan. Yeah, he's good. When he's not being spat on. Oh my god. Please don't start this again. <laughs> Did you see that tweet the other day that said, no one has seen Don't Worry Darling since October 2022? I didn't, but it's true, isn't it? Yeah. No one's seen or talked about it since then. She really thought she did something with that is the problem. Uh, like, I think... But there was something there. Not enough. Anyway. Jury Duty. Amazing show. Would recommend watching. I think I'm going to rate it... 4.9 stars. Okay. Almost perfect. The point one taking off from a little bit of the ethical dilemma about whether this should even exist. I'm going five stars. It's great. I think... It is great, and while those concerns are there, I think they've done enough to to ameliorate those concerns by looking after Ronald, and I hope he has a a long and happy career, even if it's just going to movie premieres and getting a picture with Jennifer Lawrence. I mean... That'd be a fun job. And he's got James Marsden as, like, a close personal friend. Like, (laughs) and he's got $100,000. Like, this is best-case scenario. (laughs) And the crew, the, the rest of the cast hang out with him still. Yeah, so that's they good. all they, get together. And that's kind of fun because they were all there to help him through the journey, even yes. though they're playing characters, but now they can they can be themselves around him. I think that would be helping with the whole yeah. real feelings he would have had. For sure. And I think like some of them obviously were, had similarities to their character. I mean, every actor has to share similarities with the character. There's parts of you and them and parts of them and you. Yeah. And so I hope that it's not, like, too shocking for him to have a conversation with people now. Yeah. And also, like, this was 17 days out of his life. Like, yeah, it's not like it's the, the be-all and end-all of his career. If it was, like, something where he realised, as I said up top, his his 10-year relationship, Truman Show style, is, is, yes. his whole life is built on a lie. That's a bit different. But, no, just for a little fun TV show. And he got money out of it. and Yeah, a little self-contained experience. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And he, he did sign up for something. It wasn't like he was walking along the street one day and all of a sudden yeah. this happens around him. So. And he knew he was being filmed for a television program. So, exactly. like, there's your waiver. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Fun to talk about. Yeah, I can see this, the ethics of this playing out in, like, a you know philosophy class, that you, you know, or mm-hmm. some sort of ethics and reasoning sort of scenarios that it would be interesting to talk about because... Mm. Because they, they do acknowledge that a little bit, yeah, what they're doing is a little bit of a social experiment that could go wrong. So Yeah. All right. Well, this is available on Amazon. It's Amazon Freebie over in the US, whatever that means. Oh, my God. Like, really? Yeah, that's what it's called to me. Why don't they just call it Prime? It's Prime Video. Oh, no. I think Freebie is a free version. Oh, okay. So they just invented cable? <laughs> Like well, it's got ads on it. So, yeah, basically. Okay, cool. <laughs> and potentially the episode, I think maybe some episodes are on there, but then you've got to pay to watch the rest. I don't know. Really mm. Anyway, we watched it all on Amazon, which 
again, ethically, that's not good, right? So what is good? That's very true. No ethical decisions under capitalism. Although I read it, uh, I saw a video recently where that's not true. I'll send it to you. It's interesting. Okay. Thank you for that. No worries. <laughs> um, we have a lot of lot of podcasts in the back catalogue, so please get amongst those. You could spend years of your life just listening to us talk about stuff. That, mm. That'd be fun. If you want to listen to something similar, I'd probably recommend The Rehearsal. Yes, absolutely. That we spoke about. Yeah. Um, and go back and watch Nathan for You, yes. which we did. And What a joy that was. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and, and keep up to date with the show. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back on your feed next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye.